What's up, man? I uh, don't nothing, man. Just uh, podding with my bestie. Just trying to pod with your bestie, dude. That's what I've been trying to do. It's been like a, over a fucking month. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I think it's been over a month. It's last time we definitely has been. No. Yeah, we've just. Uh, well, I mean, Disney you... Plus almost is a month old. So. <laughs> yeah. I yeah it is and I want yeah dude that was a, I I wrote a list of stuff where I'm like what do I want to fucking talk about and it's very vague I've been crushing <laughs> Disney movies lately have you been that was yeah. actually okay are we in it are we in the pod right now yeah uh, I'm gonna do bass I I got a little bit of a throat thing going on right now mm-hmm. so I'm having some green tea I'm on my like fifth cup of tea oh, today that's good I need to get back on my tea grind yeah so coffee's coffee's got me by the fucking neck. Yeah, same. Uh, I also had two cups of coffee. I think uh, this is my third cup of tea, two cups of coffee, and I had probably about 40 ounces of water. Mm. So 40 ounces of water, that's pretty good. I got to do more. I should be drinking like a gallon. This is Water Talk with Andrew and Sean. Um, We're we're talking... Welcome back to the drip with uh, Andrew and John. <laughs> We're going to be talking uh, hydration and what you can do to better your hydration. Sean, here's my personal philosophy on hydration, which, again, I've been really bad about recently. Always overhydrate. You never know I when would, you're going to not have water, you know? You never know. But also, like, I always do, like, to the point where I'm just, like, bathroom a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I... People give me shit for it a lot, but like, look, whenever I travel, travel a lot for work, what am I going to do when I'm getting on a flame, plane? I'm drinking too much water, so that way I have an opportunity to just make myself get up. Stretch the move, legs, see who's on empty, the plane, you know. See who's on that plane, check for snakes, everything. <laughs> hey, Sean. Yeah. You remember snakes on a plane? That came up in conversation last week at work, actually, that movie. Yeah? Yeah. Was it about how Keenan saves the day because he plays a PSP? And they're like, you can oh, play man. this plane. Oh, man. Yeah. Didn't they reshoot that to make it R? They added stuff. Yeah. You know who's in it? Box office sensation. Uh, Taylor... Kitsch? Kitsch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets, he gets re-added, and I'm pretty sure... I was actually thinking about this the other day. That's weird. Snakes on a Plane came up in my brain. Where I was like, oh yeah, he got added in that movie, and his dick got bitten off by a snake. Yeah. And, like, then he was John Carter of Mars. <laughs> a couple years later, yeah. They... Mm-hmm. Everything that's R-rated is, like, a cutaway to something R-rated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spent like a, like five days of reshoots, like adding a couple extra like little things, and honestly, that stuff, so all the violence and stuff, some of it's like, like, like yeah, it's nothing snake related. All the non snake related stuff is like horrible. I, a lady gets like stepped on in high heels and like a, a stiletto yeah. heel gets like broken off her neck, yeah. and it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's like in her ear or something, like something super gross. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Ooh, I forgot about that. That's a good kill. Um, That's a good kill. Welcome back to the kill cast with Sean, where he creepily sips on tea and just reminisces about his favorite on-screen deaths. Lady and Django Unchained, when she gets blown back into the room. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's um, a good one. Uh, something in Godzilla. I feel like someone dies in a funny way in Godzilla. <laughs> 98 Godzilla. 
Dude, I know. I know. Um, dude, uh, okay, so I wrote down... Well, well, first of all, we're four, four minutes, 20 seconds in. So yeah, we better, this is a... So we better... That was a delayed delay. It was. Well, we had to do the drip real quick. Welcome back drip. to the drip. Welcome back to the kill cast. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been... Let's just address the fact that, like, yeah, it's been over a month since we've been able what? to record. Was our last thing Joker? It my the last track I had recorded saved on my computer was J Man and the G Man or G Man and the J whatever yeah G Man Man that was it um, man that was one of our best fucking episodes too we were uh, what what happened after if I may was I haven't been to the sched- movies a lot and our schedules got crazy mm-hmm. holidays mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were just off sync. We were like out of sync with like what we were seeing, too. Yeah, we were gonna. There was one night we were gonna record, but I was just like not in a headspace to like do that. So I was just like, oh, "Buddy, I can't. I I can't tonight. I gotta like do nothing instead." I forget what the fuck I even did that night. Instead, I don't. Remember. That was like a couple weeks. That was like maybe two ish weeks or something. But it, I was just not. Wasn't able to do it. Um. Yeah, no, but I get that. I think what we should do with this app, number one, I just, moments before uh, setting up the mic and stuff like that, had just got caught up on Watchmen, HBO's Watchmen. We haven't talked about that. Have we talked about that at all? No. Dude, I would love to start there because I'm pretty fucking yeah, fired let's, up right I now. think we should do Watchmen and Mando first because those are the freshest. This is what I this is what I got. And you agree, disagree, let me know. My very vague run of show uh, run of show that I have. And let's just do this conversation on air that we could have had in a conversation, but it would have just delayed us getting started even more. But like let's fucking let's, let's just let's just put it on. We're gonna put it on long content form content. Content, baby. Welcome to the drawing board with Sean and Andrew. All right, so I'm thinking we're going to start with HBO's Watchmen, all right? I would then love to move into a lightning round of, like, what kind of stuff have we watched, you know? Yeah, I have been watching some crazy stuff. We've all been been watching. We've both been watching a bunch of different shit, which I would love to have that kind of segue into a segment that I'm just going to call The Plus. I am very curious to hear about what you've been watching. And then as long as we can show some restraint, I would love to end on Star Wars, like Mando into a larger Star Wars conversation, because it's very soon. And I, I mm-hmm. bought my tickets yesterday, bro. Oh shit! I needed to pick your brain. When? Yeah. When are you home again, so we can? Mm-hmm. We. I'm coming home the 19th. I'm landing at mm-hmm. 6 p.m. I'm hopping into mm-hmm. a multiplex at 1:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And my my justification is I will probably regret this, but it is only going to be 1030 p.m. My time, like my body's time, because I'm Interesting. early, you know, so I'm like, I think I'd be all right. Interesting. So you're saying the 19th. <laughs> Let me just check a calendar real quick. That's the night it comes out. So I know. I know. Come on, calendar. I got two up. tickets and I, t- I told my friend he, uh, he has it, but. He's also seeing it at 1030. So mm. he might just be like, right, fuck it. Just give it to someone else. If you want to come with, it's IMAX 2D. Well, that's, we've talked, yeah. Okay. 
So, hmm. Oh, that's a crazy work week for me, and I don't know what the fuck the shape of it is. And then I have concert tickets on the 21st. I'm going to have to... I got to find out what's... Which I better be able to do. I got to find out which is... um. I got to... I gotta, unfortunately, I'm going to probably have to see it on Sunday. Sunday is my safest bet, actually. I might have to wait till Sunday, Sean. Okay. That's, which, that's best so far. Dude, best so far, I know. Well, if you dig it, if you dig it, should we should we team up or should we do, just do like a cats? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to cats with a bunch of people. And if I am, Sean, if and when that happens, I'm gonna drag your ass to cats. I'm gonna like drive down to fucking Philly. Oh Jersey. man, I'll just take a fucking bunch of edibles and get weird. Just take them like an hour out or like a half hour out of Philly, and then just like yeah. ride the mm-hmm. tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. Memory. <laughs> I've never seen the play. I'm not gonna know what's going on. From what I understand, the play is a bunch of disconnected songs. Anyway, I heard, it doesn't make sense. It's so funny because I've I found out how much people don't give a shit about Cats after that trailer came out. Because I was like, oh. oh, people don't care about the play either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kimmy Schmidt had a whole like subplot in the last season where it was like uh, Titus Andromedon starts being in Cats, and it turns out it's just for New York actors to like just shut. They just pop up on stage and make up a bunch of nonsense while dressed in a weird costume. And they're like, it doesn't matter. It's just a thing for us actors to do, and people love it, and they pay us for it. It's 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 great. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It does. It does feel like a. I'm getting like theater kid wrote it vibes. Like we're just gonna do like vignettes and mm-hmm. like yeah. It's a uh, a based on a book of poems uh, by like T. S. Eliot or something, and it's like a the big book of cats or something. Like it's a really weird whimsical name, and so the musical Andrew Lloyd Webber just like didn't give a fuck and he just threw a bunch of shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's apparently one of the richest songwriters. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, it, it was like a trick question on a trivia thing. It was like, who's one of, who's this rich songwriter from so and so? And I was like, I was thinking like (laughs) Beatles. I was like, you know what I mean? It's like you think Beatles, like Michael Jackson, like the types of. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. The question was, who's this rich songwriter? I don't know. It was like it's so accusatory. It was was like an insane amount of money, and I was like, it can only be like five people, and. And then I was like, oh, no, it was Andrew Lay River. I was like, oh, shit. And then I looked up his, uh, what would it be, playography? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is that a thing? I don't even know. I am D Broadway. <laughs> IBDB? IDBD? IDBD. A new droid. Um... St- um... Oh, fucking cats. Okay, so we'll, we'll circle back to Star Wars talk, because that's like... I think we gotta fucking figure that out because I'm I'm hype. I'm I as a you know I'll just outline it here, then we're gonna get right into Watchmen. Wasn't hype from the last trailers. The hype is real now. I'm like pretty fucking fired. <laughs> I think fun. it's it's weird because now I just associate the holidays with Star Wars too. So yeah. it's kind of like rolled into Christmas, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'll be home. I'll be like fucking mm-hmm. see it and talk about it with everybody, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. You can talk about Just wait. It's something to talk about with your family when you have nothing else in common. It's non-denominational. It's Bullshit. not. It's kind of political, yeah. but not really. And yeah, and this one's gonna be. 
Hmm. Let's circle back. Let's circle back. I got some like hype and thoughts about Star Wars. You know what else I'm fucking hype on? I love HBO's Watchmen. We're watching the Watchmen, dude. Dude. I'm so into Incredible. it. Everyone's hating it. I'm like, this is fucking great. What? What? Who's who? Whom? The internet. Whomst? Really? The internet. I feel like the internet hates it. I don't know. No, that's not what I've seen at all. Really? I I mean, because well, I also think people had no idea what they were getting and were like, this is not Watchmen. And I'm like, man, it's a sequel to the. It's like a current day in that universe, Watchmen. It's a sequel. It's the. It's a good. They've tried doing the prequel comics. For granted, I've ne- I have not read that, or and I have not read Doomsday Clock, which is was supposed to be the sequel slash rolling it into the larger DC universe. Um, which is kind of a Alan Moore. Uh, should we do like a five a, a quick? He's not on. Yeah. He's not credited. He's taken his name off of like everything that has to do with his work, right? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, based on the comics by, like, whoever. Dave I'm, Gibbons. And, like, he's, he's the drew, author. Or the illustrator. Art, oh, yeah. I was like, all right. Uh, so he, like, with he doesn't, he's not cool with it. And that was kind of assumed. He wasn't going to be cool with it. Um, I don't think he's liked any adaptations of any of his work. I genuinely would love to hear his opinion about this, though, because it's. That's, I think this is the exception. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like it's almost like the so, Doctor Manhattan of this. It's kind of just like check it out. It's not bad, you know. Like it's it's like it. I think it's logical for the world. The world building is so good, dude. The world building is. I have. I'm not. There's a website that's like just articles and stuff that are about that just flesh out the world. And I'm not up to date on it because they're like fucking long essays. But it's just like. Apparently one of them, and I didn't read this one, but I saw like an excerpt from it where the the fucking big Dr. Manhattan, full, full spoilers for Watchmen, by the yeah. way. If any, if you haven't seen it yet, I, we're, I, we're it's us. We're going to be, time doesn't operate the same way for us. The tachyons, they flow freely through us. So we experience all things at once. Um, Is that like a Scientology thing? That's a Dr. Manhattan thing, man. That's what I was doing. <laughs> What are you thinking of? Thetans, yeah. Is that a commentary on Scientology? Um, uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. Uh, but like the the there's a PDPD or something, which I think is like uh, Laurie's like right hand man, the the kind of lanky dude. Yeah, the goofy um, guy. Yeah, who was definitely the lube man. Um, who else was a weird slender noodle man? And the, the you know what I mean? Like, of course it was that guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but it, it's Pedipedia, and one of them apparently even outlines that like Laurie's big Doctor Manhattan dildo apparently was a gift from Dan Deirdrick, uh, the Night Owl. So they flesh out like a couple characters, like epilogues and shit like that, because we have not seen Dan. We don't. I don't know if he's alive. I, I I'm assuming everyone's dead besides my Doctor Manhattan and Silk Silk Spectre. I think he's either A, in prison, or B, retired, but he sold off all of his, like, patents, because why did the police force have a, an Archie? Or C, like, in prison, but, like, ha- like was forced to do that. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think he has a good, I don't, I don't, he doesn't have a good ending, necessarily, like, 
It's probably going to play out in the show then. Yeah, but it's it's there this is 9 episodes and we 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 haven't seen or heard from him. So is it only a miniseries? I don't know. I was talking to my roommate about that today. Like I I I fucking honestly I would love if it is. I would be happy either way. I think if we get a season two, we're going to get a lot of dumb fight scenes. And I was thinking about that earlier today before I even watched the newest episode. I'm like, I feel like if they do it, we're going to get a lot of like night sister, like action sequences. Yeah. Yeah. That like bigger budget kind of shit. Like, Oh, we got more money. We're going to do more stunts and here's our one Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, it would be interesting if this was a one-off. I would um, fucking love it because it's from the pilot episode, the first episode one. Um, so first, Watchmen the book is awesome because it's a deconstruction of the superhero genre in a way that was never really done at the time. Uh, it's also just a pretty fucking good story, and there's a lot of good art, and there each chapter is its own thing. There's one chapter where the paneling is a perfect uh, mirror image, so it's like. It's it's like a palindrome, basically, in terms mm-hmm. of how it's outlined and like laid out and everything. I think that's the Doctor Manhattan origin issue. I can't remember. Um, there's a lot of stuff like that that's great. When I watched the pilot, I was like, this has absolutely nothing to do with Watchmen, but it's a it's a it it's all in there though at the same time. Where it's a it's a fucking deconstruction of like the book's legacy in a way that I was like, oh shit. I think it's also kind of a deconstruction of modern TV, too, in a way. Go on. Uh, a lot of I, I, I'm getting like true detective vibes from it, and mm. I think they're kind of doing it with all that in mind because it's also HBO, and uh, I also think Damon Lindelof's a little self-aware, and you know he he's he's aware of like the pop culture zeitgeist and they also do the whole Ryan Murphy American hero story and like that shit's great. Love. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, that is such a, it is such a Ryan Murphy version of it. Oh my God. That's so good. Yeah. Especially down to the casting. It's such a Ryan Murphy acting looking dude. Yeah. Who I think also takes over for he's in 30 rock. I'm pretty sure he's the Canadian dude from 30 Rock in like the fourth season or something. He he just gets written off like in, he's just gone now. But I remember when they do the hundredth episode, he everyone's doing flashbacks and he kind of like fills the void of like another character who left Josh. If you ever watched 30 Rock and he's like not religiously, but I have seen it. The, the, the one dude though he whenever he flashes back he just has clips of josh play and he's just like i don't know who this man is it's great it's a really good guy oh man yeah no i i i just the fucking robert redford shit is so good yeah um fucking the squid storms are great What's it called? Uh, everything with Jeremy Irons is super weird and dude. You call you called that. Was that? I think you called that he's like in a prison somewhere and like trapped like early on in the show before they revealed that. I called that and correct me if I'm wrong, but did I text you my theory? You before c- you called him being um, hooded justice. 
boom. Yeah. I wish I got it on the fucking podcast. I was so fucking hyped. I'm usually way off with all my predictions. And this yeah. one, I was, I was running on the money. I was feeling real, real good about that one. Because, <laughs> like, I, the, first of all, we're probably not the two dudes to talk about this, but, like, the, the um, race issues that the show is, like, tackling. It's fascinating. It's yeah. great. It's it's really fucking good. The last episode basically was just like, what if white supremacists had the powers, were in command of the powers of Doctor Manhattan, and it's like, oh my god, like that's, that's like fucking horrifying. Yeah. But even the commentary of just like, okay, what if it's just a bunch of white racist people like in control of like the idea of God too? Like there's there's. There's a lot going on in it. I feel like I'm not the person to break it all down. I just really uh, fucking like it. Well, the other good thing, too, is like they do with Rorschach, with the Rorschach Journal, is like the Turner Diaries and uh, that's the little stuff. I, I really glob onto that like little stuff because I was like, oh, that's 100% their Turner Diaries. And then mm-hmm. sure enough, they showed the picture of it. It's like identical like layout as the Turner Diaries and everything. Question. What's the Turner Diary? It is a white supremacist story Ooh. book. I don't know exactly if it's like a narrative. I think it's a narrative. And it's uh, Timothy McVeigh was super into it. The Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bomber um, okay. in the 90s. He was really into it. And it is, it's just like a popular white supremacist like literature, I guess. Okay. Uh, I don't. It's probably super not. Right, but I know it's synonymous with white supremacy. Um, So that's the basic. This and this are like a thing, yeah. So, (laughs) and that it's a play on that, and I thought it was clever. Like they did some really clever shit with Rorschach, and I love what they've done with him. Where it's the idea of the people like. If you fucking identify with Rorschach, you you're probably a piece of shit. Like, like he's not really a good dude. He was right. He's right in the first book. I think he's noble, but he doesn't come across that way, like in his book, at all. And there's the the PDPD thing has a whole article that's like in reference to the Rorschach journal because that's the ending of the book. Mm-hmm. Is that um, the one newspaper goes to the crack file and they're like, oh, what's this? And then one person like he's like reaching for it. and You don't even know if he grabs it or not. And that's why the ending of the book is so good, because the truth is hidden in this crazy man's fucking journal that may or may not get shown by like some random newspaper months after people already have started rebuilding. Uh, so what is that? Like, what does that mean? Like, you, you don't know. It's a great ending. Um in the show, they explained that months later, they eventually did publish excerpts from it and then eventually published the entire, the book in the journal in its entirety. They know it's, but there's more to it where they know it's a fraction of a journal. They know that he wrote it, but his handwriting so fucking bad. You can't really make some of it out. Uh, and the way he writes is like, so scribbled and whatnot. The newspaper that finds it is basically like a national Enquirer. So people are already like, don't believe it. However, some like, like any conspiracy theory, some people really do, and it becomes this whole big thing for a little while, and then it becomes some synonymous words like, all right, people who read the journal and like the journal entries are like fucking stupid. 
it, it it's a it's like a five page fucking like article just about this like fictional thing and it's fucking great because it's like it's kind of like um I don't know. It's like Blade Runner 2049, I feel like, answered ambiguous questions in the right way. Mm-hmm. Where it still doesn't give an answer, but it shows you kind of what's next. And I, It's almost more interesting to see some of that play out. It's, I don't know. And I, I think that this does like a good job with that, too. No, I, uh, I, that's a good comparison, I think. It's kind of completely different, mm-hmm. but takes a lot of the takes all the great shit and builds on it and you know it's just really it it it's a really good way to do something different but also have like a solid backbone of something that people recognize i don't know yeah i think like that's a really good i just in general it's a really good way to do a television show about superheroes like Rather than do another Punisher or whatever, like they're just like, fuck it, let's just kind of like use that as our fucking character histories and shit. And yeah, because people have already seen the movie and it's not a sequel to the movie. Uh, no, but no, it, it is not. Yeah. So, you know why? Sean, do you want to know why? Episode, was it four or five? Five. I think it was four. Which one was tonight? Or the this was seven. Was it okay? I think it was. So I think it was five. It was five. It was five. Um, they show our good friend Looking Glass. Looking Glass. So it waits five. Okay, so this. Okay, so the show confirms this exists not in the movie universe because it rains baby squids uh, from the sky in the first episode. I was like, oh, and they talk about the squid, and there's a bunch of other little squid references and stuff in the first episode. Then it's like, oh shit, they confirmed it. I was like, then you're like, are they going to show it to us? And then episode five starts with Looking Glass, which, question for you, Sean. Do we appreciate, like, movie going and just film people in general, do we appreciate Tim Blake Nelson enough? No. Follow-up question. Do we deserve Tim Blake Nelson? No. Okay, cool. He's great in everything he's in. Fucking holes. Fucking fucking holes. He's in fucking holes. Yeah. Pedansky or uh, Pendansky. What's his name? Fucking. I don't remember. It's been a fucking minute. I wish I had the holes. Fucking Incredible Hulk. Fucking uh, Buster Scruggs. Fucking Buster Scruggs. That's oh, they <laughs> they did they did fucking they changed IMDb. They updated yeah, IMDb. It's really annoying. They changed Box Office Mojo too. Those fuckers. Yeah. They it's ruined it. Um, oh, that's so bro. Um, oh, brother, we're art there. A lot of lot of Cohen brothers. Uh, he's the best. Fucking loved him, Blake Nelson. This episode had like that was the main thing I all I could think about. But that opening scene was so cool. It takes place in Jersey at a fair and Tim Blake Nelson, you get his backstory. I don't want to do go through everything plot by plot because it's really good and it's gonna be hard. Like I just thought that this episode was like the turning point of the show. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Cause I was also oh, like I was like, we can do a brief, like, cause also that's I think this is also where they reveal that like 
he's looking now looking glass is six uh or not looking glass hooded justice is six um mm-hmm. the uh adrian Veidt stuff you've revealed that's the reveal on this one too um right okay yeah because everything else i, I kind of don't remember the specifics of the previous episodes if I'm yeah honest. the sheriff gets killed and they start investigating and it's kind of like the, the first thing that happens you you're getting caught up in the world the pilot's fantastic all the police force and the having to like register to use weapons and stuff like all that shit is so good yeah um no, I, I it, the fucking Redford uh, reparations, the Redfordations. Oh yeah! Like I was like, what are that? What? And then like I read up about. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like that's because he's 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 taken what Nixon did. He's on his like third or fourth term, right? He's the next president mm-hmm. after Nixon. Yes, and he's been president for like thirty years or twenty years, and obviously. Like he's a Democrat, and so they, but they still kind of are like it's not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not great. <laughs> kind of still abusing it a lot and taking a lot of people's rights away, and you know, uh, it's it's fascinating how they play that game, and they kind of I think they play it pretty well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Where he's well, it's clear that. <clears throat> It's clear where he's just like a, a figurehead. Like he's just, yeah. There's other shit going on behind the scenes, and he's just Robert Redford, who's the face of it all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's that shit. Like I, they they say it without saying it. I think. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, they. Um, and I think it's. I laugh every time when they say it's President Robert Redford. Because I'm like, that's this is fucking great. I just want one scene. I just want one scene with him. Like, I want a dress. Yeah. Like, a, even if it's like in the background, he's just given a State of the Union or something. Like, I'll fucking. Yeah, it's probably be even better. Like, let's get Robert mm-hmm. Redford to do this show and not even fucking have him in the scene. Yeah. It'd be like his. Like, make his. Like, as long as things. <laughs> Can continue to make Robert Redford's potential last on-screen appearance be an in, it, like just as insignificant as possible because it's either this or Avengers Endgame. Because <laughs> he had to have signed off on being in this, right? Yeah, like it's yeah, not it's part right. of a source material, so he can't be like, "Well, it was part of it then." So it might be my roommate just read the book and he mentioned it, but I was also like, "I don't remember that. I don't know if I would have caught that though necessarily." Because well, Nixon's still president, right? Nixon's and president at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they reveal so like this massive like. Sh- boom like shrieking or was it was it shrieking or like he's in a mirror psychic attack i'm just thinking like the sound it's like it's a sound or what like you hear it and he's in a mirror hall in a fun house and he gets protected Mm. from it john doesn't sound that fun no not at all then it what and then it pulls out from there in hoboken so it goes across hudson river and they're showing coming to new york and you hear sinatra it's sinatra right dun, dun, yeah dun, 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 dun. I, right i think yeah. it's new york new york new york, new york. and then uh, the cameras panning <sighs> they show the squid and it's and it's just there and it's it's the splash panel page basically that from the reveal like it's like 
tentacles embedded in the buildings and all bloody and fucked up and it's just like uh, with its big eye and its big beak and then it's like cut to the next thing like it, they just show it to you and it's so fucking horrific and it looks incredible i should probably, i should like pull up that clip again i, I want to watch great. it right now it's great because I, I i was like eating or something like that and i think i like what i was like duh, duh. i think once i heard the screen the, the 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 like i was watching like the glass shattered i was like oh shit and i was like when i realized what happened i was like just the i'm rubbing my fingers together just like the the detail like the texture of like he's in jersey and it fucking went that far but i guess he was far enough away and there's something there's something with the mirrors like protect him but he was far enough away and there was the mirrors where it's like he a couple other people survived it too there was a couple people on the ground who were like 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 ears bleeding and like clearly fucked up like they were alive it's just yeah it's wild rubbing rubbing my fingers together it's that good shit um so then it cuts to him and then you basically just find out about how he lives his life and you you realize more and more how paranoid he is and really heartbreaking and he like his hat has like a it's basically like tinfoil hat kind of imagery where he's got like you know (laughs) yeah it's really obvious i didn't pick up (laughs) And uh, he's got his like baseball hat and the insides lined with like a foil to protect him because he's just ready for the next one. He's waiting for the next one because of the rain. Uh, it keeps raining squid. So he's like, you know, it's going to happen. He's got like an alarm and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just so good. And you find out just kind of what makes him tick, so to speak. <laughs> I, I, his he starts out super religious and then like at this fair like a girl try like tries to seduce him and then she makes him strip and he's like a teenager super religious teenager and then she runs away with all of his clothes and then all the glass shatters and stuff like that too so he's it's it's a weird detail but it's, he's definitely like a virgin and it's like an interesting detail that the show just like throws in where he it's heartbreaking because he just doesn't trust women. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, man. And he's like, Lives so alone. Yeah. Yeah. And he <laughs> seems like, otherwise, I mean, he seems like an okay dude. Yeah. I mean, he's, and then, so like, you go, the episode goes on, and then like the twist, the big twist is like, he gets captured by the Seventh Calvary. Seventh Calvary. And they show yeah. him a tape. Oh, okay. Okay, let's rewind a couple of details real quick. Yeah. So, number one, I love the, what they've done with the Seventh Calvary. Like I said, that they're the conspiracy theorists, but it's it is a weird mixed metaphor where it's like they're they're kind of in the right. We learn, maybe I don't know, but well, they're still not okay. They're kind of like a new KKK. Yeah, I. Well, they know they're not it's the right. That sounds really bad. <laughs> they know the tr- they know the truth which is weird they yes. they uh, have yes they know the truth about that specific thing and mm-hmm. they know the truth i guess about rorschach's journal but they're mm-hmm. also in the kkk yeah like the, the cyclops that's like the other thing that they kind of introduced like the next episode is this whole cyclops thing 
Yeah. And oh, it was just going to be like a Moloch, a Moloch thing. Um, but it's not. Yeah. Um, it's, but, it's uh, kind of, they haven't really fully fleshed out the seventh Calvary. yet. I think there's still more to come about that whole thing. I think we'll probably get a seventh Calvary episode. No, no, we won't. We know what next week's going to be. Um, I didn't see the next time thing, so... Well, it's going to pick up with the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. The... And just kind of explain all that, because I was... I, 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 mm, we'll get to the last ep- episode in, in a little bit, but... Excuse me, the Seventh Cavalry. Uh, I, I just love the idea, though, of Rorschach's, fo- Rorschach's followers. Rorschach was a troubled person, but he was ultimately... It do try always trying to do the right thing. He just had bad means for it. What is and it like? Was, chaotic good or yeah? And even in the end, like it, I, don't know. I I don't disagree with him at the end of the book where he wants to fucking tell everybody, and it's kind of heartbreaking that Doctor Manhattan just puts him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he still kind of has his his winning chip is that he fucking gets his book out there it just doesn't matter in the end which is which again is sad uh in its own weird way but i like the idea that like people who would idolize rorschach would would not be good people because rorschach like has terrible opinions and biases and shit like that that are in his like journal and in his head like the people who would side with him probably would be the shittiest people (laughs) like you know what's like sean it's like Fucking gross couples that love to idolize the Joker and Harley Quinn. Don't do that. Yeah, that is good. They glob onto mm-hmm. the worst things. Yeah. Um, oh, that you you idolize this abusive relationship? <laughs> Not really. Uh oh. <laughs> Rut row. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, and we don't really know what they're. We sort of know what they're doing. Yeah. They're, think, yeah. It's. They're going to try and Dr. Manhattan themselves, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's... They have, like, the thing, right? They have the machine. Some sort of teleporter. Uh, Yeah, it's weird, because, like I said, I don't think we have the full spiel on them yet. I kind of hope that. I'd be kind of sick if that was the finale, like, we learn about them, and if it does continue. Oh, my God. That'd be... If the final episode is just from their perspective, no okay no it will be i'm calling it now it will be that follows the structure of the book the last chapter is the ozymandias ozymandias chapter he doesn't get he gets stuff sprinkled throughout like the tales from black freighter is mm-hmm. kind of like his internal journey of how he like lands there and why he hates humanity um but it's all like metaphorical and stuff and then the final chapter is really the one where he's we're gonna get okay if it's gonna follow the structure of the book End of the next chapter. End of the next episode is going to be fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> and then the final episode is going to be all from their perspective and their history. That's my call. Oh, fuck, is it a good show? Um, so Can we talk about Ozzy. Sorry. Yeah. So fucking uh jeremy irons i think they just put a camera in his house and just started filming because i feel like that's how that man lives uh yes 
Well, my derby, I am. He's got a bunch of like fucking clone servants and that shit. I I never. I, it took me like a at least maybe a full episode or maybe like half of an episode to be like, oh wait, they're fucking. Or did, how did they reveal that? I forget how they revealed that. It's like fucking crazy though. I think he like kills one or like a, a third one just comes in or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know, but then. Where he gets them is he fishes babies out of a lake, and he puts them in a big old-timey, like, not even steampunk, but, like, f- fucking Army of Darkness-style, like, medieval, like, brass technology machine that grows them, and then they're just clones, and then he just has a bunch of them, and he'll, like, kill them, and it's like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> where the fuck is he? My guesses were, because we still don't really know, he's on one of the moons of Jupiter, most like. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah. That fucking scene, when he gets out and he makes the message out of all the dead bodies, was fucking wild. Um, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's so good. It's so good. I feel like this is most, this episode's mostly been me just, like, gushing about how much I fucking love this show. Uh it, I was like, he's either going to be in some sort of weird prison or my, my guess still. And I think it's going to be some combination of he's in, I think true probably did something to him, but, um, okay. So my current theories now are true has trapped him in his mind with some sort of nostalgia type thing. Uh, option two. He somehow did get in contact with Dr. Manhattan and Dr. Man, and he wanted what he wanted was to go to the world that Dr. Manhattan left to go create at the end of the book and also to gloat about the things that he's done and how he's and how the world is now. And like he he wants to, to he needs he has that need to be like, look what I've done because that's what his driving kind of insanity comes from in the book in a lot of ways. Um, or three, he is like some sort of, I think, and I was thinking about this during the last episode, and this was going to be a reach. I think he tried to Dr. Manhattan himself and he's in like, to quote Crystal Skull, he's in like the space between spaces. (laughs) (laughs) If he gets out, that's him pulling himself back together. Because that's Dr. Manhattan's whole thing. He All of his atoms got pulled apart, and his, like, consciousness slowly willed and, like, stitched himself back together atom by atom. That's um, right, because it did take him, like, a while to come back together, right? He was, yeah, like, just, like, a he was like a nervous system at first, and, yeah. I love that. I fucking love it. I borrowed that in Barricade. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... <laughs> not worth it um fucking (laughs) i can see that i i like the idea of him being in some sort of weird like purgatory or yeah he's like trapped in his own mind that'd be kind of cool like he's just Mm -hmm. not a fucking he's on a fucking slab and they're just like he's in that statue he is that statue right Got a point? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, man. I fucking I just love it though, because every time that like music comes on, the oh, yeah. oh, 
That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, honestly, it could be anything. He could be in a Fabergé egg. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, it's going to be weird and ornate. But it's so wacky and wild. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? His spacesuit like, is like a fucking old-timey scuba diving suit. Like, how did that work? You know? So good. He's the smartest. He is still the smartest man in the world. And I yeah. love that he gets sad and just puts on his old costume and like he's okay so the other thing is what this show is doing which i think the snyder the snyder version version of the book ozzy a is obvious that he's the bad guy and b it doesn't really make an impression i think most of the other characters make an impression but he's just kind of vaguely german yeah, and I would say I would say he's Matthew, not very good. Fucking nailed that one. Um, Matthew, okay. He's Matthew, okay. He's not yeah. necessarily Matthew good. Um, the actor's name is Matthew. Good. Anyway, um, <laughs> I hate myself. Um, uh, but, 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 but Ozzy in the movie, he it's very clear. I think that he's a bad guy. Like his, he's not super subtle about it. He's a weird. You don't get a lot of Ozzy in the book either. And when you do, it's a lot of him like on doing appearances in TV and stuff like that. But the show, he's just a fucking crazy guy, and I love it. And when the Looking Glass episode, when they show the video to Looking Glass, it's Ozzy talking directly to President Redford. And he filmed it before the squid was launched. And it's him being like, Hello, President Redford. You have recently must have been elected president of the United States of America. And you're probably wondering about that squid. Well, it was from me. <laughs> like, it's fucking... Well, because he's, like, he's like, I designed you to be president. Like, I caused... I saved the world from the Soviet Union and America nuking everybody. And by doing that, I set a chain of events that made you president or something. And I was like, well, I want to see that now. I want to see a show, a political thriller about Robert Redford and just fucking slap that Marvel de-aging on him and just (laughs) make that. Oh, my God. This show, you just. I think in the show, what they're going for, and this is probably very obvious, but I feel stupid because it just, instead of U.S. and America, or America versus Soviets, it's black and white people. That's the, that's what they're going to try and forge some kind of, force some kind of peace on. Yeah, the, the, the coming race war or class war or, yeah, I mean... That's kind of what it seems like. At least it's it's. There's also just like a. It's all centered around Tulsa. Um, mm-hmm. I love that it's a small town. Yeah, it's, fucking... it's all like it's like the epicenter of this conspiracy, and it's true. It's really that. That's why I kind of connect the Seventh um, Cavalry with the KKK because it's like. Well, no, they're connected. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of like. They're kind of fulfilling it, but in their own weird, twisted way. And they're doing all the Watchmen shit because now it's like a post-Watchmen world. And I don't know. It's it's fucking wild. It's there's so much shit going on. I, that's 
and again, this is part of the reason why I want this to kind of be one season. Because now I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, I kind of want to go and revisit this, like, multiple times over. The more that we're talking about it, Watchmen, for the record, is my favorite book. I've fucking read that, like, five or six times at this point. And I don't reread books, really. Mm-hmm. Only reread a handful. Um, but I fucking love it. Um, and I read it, like, when in, like, eighth grade or something, which is, like, that's... There's just a lot of shit in there that I'm yeah, like, oh, I shouldn't have been reading. It's probably you're probably too young to really grasp it too. I, I yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Let's yeah. navigate the comedian stuff. <laughs> Even the Doctor no. Manhattan stuff. I mean, most of it really. Like, yeah. There's a lot that I didn't get. I'll, some of it, Doctor Manhattan's monologues. I was like, what? <laughs> but I remember, I fucking loved the ending. The ending, I remember, like, blew me away. I remember, like, I think I was talking, I like my brother greg i was like greg i i don't know who to talk to right now i can't fucking you can't read this thing this ending's crazy um the ending is so fucking good i love it i already you think i'm some sort of comic book villain already executed my final stroke 35 minutes ago or whatever the exact quote is is my oh god all I ever want to do is dunk on someone in a way where i can quote ozzy ozzy at them and be like you think I didn't already know this was going to be your reaction? You think I would have given you the opportunity to let me stop you? Or let you stop me? I already did it 35 minutes. <laughs> what an Aussie we're, somebody's so We're mad. on a 35 minute delay. Um, uh, Dr. Evil. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's very Dr. Evil to me. Except Dr. Evil's the opposite. <laughs> He would like try and broadcast his like bro- his plans or whatever, but there'd be a, a thirty-five second delay. <laughs> Frown, you know. He's like trying to get the input. Is it HDMI one or HDMI two? Why aren't they responding? It says no signal. Or if there's just too long of a delay, even if there's just too long of a delay between his like phone call, I'd watch that scene. I'd watch that scene. Like it's like a twenty second delay, and he's like, "Unless you pay me ten million dollars," <laughs> and then he's just done on it. What? Uh, Tim Robbins? What? What? How did we get to talking about Dr. Google? I um, don't know. Um, other cool sh- I like the trillionaire. Um, true is great. True. He's also wacky. And I like wacky. I am interested that the last episode got me more interested in that storyline. Um, for sure. Her, what the fuck is her millennium clock thing? Like, what's, What is that going to be? <sighs> she just is egotistical, man. <laughs> she wants her... What she want the eighth wonder, whatever, right? Like she right, wanted it to be like a thing that lasts forever, like a pyramid or whatever. Um, yeah. and she manufactured nostalgia, nostalgia, yeah, which is illegal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fucking. Uh, Speaking of, let's talk about the black and white episode because how can we not? Because that is. Black and white episode, so Angela, the main character, she takes a bunch of pills from the old man in the wheelchair, who she discovers is her grandfather, takes all the pills, finds out he's sort of justice, basically, is part of the episode. But you find that out maybe halfway through, maybe like the first act of that episode? Yeah. 
all intents and purposes, that's a standalone episode. Because it's called it's the cold open is the American hero story where they're like interviewing Hooded Justice and they like because he's gay and they're like blackmailing him kind of and mm-hmm. takes off his mask and he's white and then you find yep. out like later on he's not mm-hmm. um, and why he they thought he was and mm-hmm. I remember I talked to you and I talked to somebody at work about it and they were like but no Hooded Justice is like a white guy I'm like I know it's like the eyes but I was I was convinced the old man was gonna be him. Because he literally, the first thing you see is he literally hangs a sheriff. They keep, throughout the show, they keep bringing up Hooded Justice. And why would they unless it's, like, important? And there's a whole thing where, like, Dr. Manhattan's probably somebody in the show. There's a lot of, like, articles about that online. I was like, eh, I don't think so. And then there's, like, an episode where two characters walk by. They're like, yeah, they say something about Dr. Manhattan and Hooded Justice in the same sentence. I was like, (laughs) oh, it's going to be a man. Because we never, in the book, a bodybuilder washes up on shore and they're like, that's probably Hooded Justice. Case closed. (laughs) Another thing that I liked, and I wanted, they show another clip from American Hero Story where there's like a very Zack Snyder-y Hooded Justice fight where he's like, cheap flourishes and speed ramps and stuff. And it's fucking great because then they show what actually happened in the Black and White episode. And he just stumped, he fucking stumbles into a bunch of shit. He doesn't jump through a window to save a deli. He jumps out of a window because a bunch of people have guns on him. It's great! Just to show how they idolize this fucking hero, and it's just so far removed and no one even yeah. knows the actual truth. It's not, it's not really what you think it is. I thought, that's also just, like, I think Watchmen in a nutshell. Like, that's just yeah. the, the, that's the spirit of Watchmen in general, is not taking things at face value and criticizing fucking Batman and Superman and because it is like this is how these people would really feel if they were really people you know yeah 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 it's so fucking good oh. do you knock oh I thought Gal knocked on the door I don't know yeah um, um yeah so she takes the I loved how they kept going back and forth they did it like in cool camera moves and stuff and uh-huh. a lot of a lot of 360s and yeah. I was like oh because at first I was like kind of half watching at first I was like answering a text from work or something and then I was like wait a minute what and then I had to like rewind I was like oh because I was like wait she's in it but he's she's not and mm-hmm. yeah. I rewind that one a couple of times yeah um and that episode's just fantastic I, I just watch it um the uh the newest episode though you get a little bit more of Angela's backstory. And then, this, so, quick story. Quick, small, dumb story. Um, I was making tea last night, uh, and my roommate was watching the episode as it aired, and I went downstairs at, like, 9.50 to make tea. And I, like, looked at the clock as I was going downstairs, and I was like, oh, no. And I boiled it, and it went pretty quick, and I couldn't really hear anything until suddenly I heard the conversation between True and Angela, where it's just like, I told you, Dr. Manhattan's somebody in this town. Don't you want to know who he is? And I was like, with two mugs of tea, I was like, nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> like zoomed up the stairs. <laughs> so I, I, I guessed who it was gonna be. Like, not. I was like, I think, I think it's gonna end up being the husband. And while I was watching it, but I was also thinking about it the entire episode, where I was like, I think we're gonna find out who Doctor Manhattan is. Black Manta. Yeah. 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 He's great. Yeah. He's fucking great. 
He's he's I I want to see him in a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna start being in a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. Aquaman too, which they're taking their fucking time with, by the way. Hey, if it if it means more fucking things like octopuses drumming, take all the time you need, James. I think they need like three or four years to figure out. Like, oh Jesus Christ, people like that. Okay, um, we, need, we need to go bigger. We did all the movies though. <laughs> That's like three movies quick, of shit. Quick. What are some other movies? <laughs> like, we did a Star Wars. We did an Indiana Jones. We did. Oh my god! What if they just do an ET where he's like a weird dolphin that he has, to... <laughs> or he's like stuck with a family and they have to like train him to <laughs> to be like a normal person. Mama. He's just the e- beer. The the beer scene just goes completely different. <laughs> He's just eating flowers and fucking, I don't know. He does eat flowers. E.T. Brings flowers back to life. Does he eat flowers? I only know of E.T. from that commercial that I haven't seen yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. I liked it. It was cute. Um, I haven't actually watched it yet because I was like, okay, why do we keep doing this every year? I was, was kind of... Every uh, Christmas, they're like, come on, Mike, Michael J. Fox, be Marty McFly. Or, yeah. Uh, who the fuck is... Roderick will be Ferris Bueller. It's like, what are we doing? Why are you bringing back old characters? Leave That's true. Yeah, they kind of are doing that a lot. I've noticed. Holly Culkin did a Home Alone through Google. Yeah, paid so, so much, much money. money. Yeah, I do like seeing Harry Thomas and stuff, which will lead into the lightning round. But gangs in New York, dude. Um, is he in it? Yeah, he's uh he's Leo's friend in Gangs in New York. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's good. I like Henry Thomas. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping Drew Barrymore was in the commercial. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh, that would be great. Yeah, uh, I like Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Santa Cruz Diet. Come on. Um, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Full Throttle. Um, <laughs> we saw Charlie's Angels, and <laughs> that was a great segue. And that was also like a great like. I don't know. It's a perfect like podcast review segue. Like, so we saw Charlie's Angels, and here's what we thought. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about for Watchmen? We talked about Watchmen for. A long, I long time. I am really excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I. I don't really. Some of the dialogue's kind of cheesy. I'll give them that. Like, give me cheese. But that's what I mean. It's like if that's if that's a knock on the show, then fucking knock the show more because I'm loving it. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, moving on um to what are we watching is that what we're doing what what's up what's on the plus i think i would love to do a lightning round of like other stuff that we've seen before we segue into the plus and some disney things which i think there's gonna be some overlap um so i'm curious what you've seen in theater so I was going to say this could also go from theaters into what I've been watching because I watched Jojo Rabbit and then went home and watched Hunt for the Wilder People on Hulu. Ooh, I've seen one of those. I've not, I'm going to try and catch Jojo this week, which I've been saying for the last, I don't know, four weeks. <laughs> um, and I've seen Hunt for the Wilder People. That movie's great. Loved it. It's great. Loved I, it. I can first have, time seeing it? 
Yeah, I was like, I know it's on Hulu now. I've been meaning to watch it because I love everything he does. And we saw JoJo and I was like, you know, Gail, fucking it's on Hulu. And we watched it and we were like, he's probably one of my favorite directors right now. Taika? Yeah. I gotta see JoJo. Uh, It's it's good. It's really good. I found out a couple friends uh, have not seen it and are also trying to see it. So I'm like, okay. Probably, I'm probably gonna get it in this week. Yeah, um, I think I think you'll thoroughly enjoy it. Good. I fucking love Hunt for the Wilder People, and to me that also <clears throat> is like that's like a perfect like movie you want to show like your mom. Yeah, it is a I'm good like, like parents like, mom movie. I'm like my mom would love this movie. Um, it's so sweet and it's like really funny and it's just. All the New Zealand shots are fucking gorgeous. It's like, hey, if you liked Lord of the Rings, we got more of that. And they reference it in it. It's like, it's not like Lord of the Rings. It's like pointing. <laughs> oh, that was the great. best. It's great. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I fucking, everything he does. I also directed the finale of Mandalorian. So I am fucking stoked on that he does the finale okay that was one of the things i wanted to talk about when we get to mando let's put a pin in that because yeah yep okay pin. i'm just containing the tangents and, okay. <laughs> okay. um what would you like if you gave jojo like a base score because like critic reviews weren't glowing for me that's maybe why i didn't get a chance to like see it i've also just not had the fucking time i've seen other stuff but Mm, I'd give it like a seven, five, eight. Okay, out of ten. Interesting. Wouldn't wilder people better? I don't know. They're very different. Okay. Um, that's that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's like comedy in Nazi Germany, you know. Versus Sun. dry New Zealand. So yeah, it's it's got kind of some dry, good dry shit in it, but it's also got a lot of like Taika doing Taika shit, you know. But he's also mm-hmm. not in it as much as you would think, and he's he's used he's used very well. I'll say that he uses himself very well, and I think it's fucking he's great. Yeah, it's and the kid the weirdo. kid's great. Scar Scarjo's great. It's fucking Sam Rockwell. Oh my god! God, he's in fucking it. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell needs to chill on playing racist stuff. I think for a minute. <laughs> he's so got his his like little mini arc is and like his like wants and desires in that movie are fucking great and because it's like obviously it's kind of fucked up because he's a Nazi, but he also it's fucking it's so funny and the pay right, gonna... yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to fucking see that this week. Um, I saw in... What did I see in October? I saw a couple things in October. I, th- I saw Zombieland, which I think you saw. We Did um, we talk about that? Did we? I don't think so. I don't Maybe, think we... Did we not talk about that? I don't think so. We both saw Zombieland too. We did. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Solid um, sequel, like... Pretty self-aware. Fucking Zoe mm-hmm. Deutsch was fucking hilarious. Funnier than I thought. Almost she had any right to me. I was like, her character seemed like it was really annoying, but the idea that she was a uh, 2009, like, 
basic kind of girl who's just kind of been living in like a freezer for the last 10 years. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. And she's not that annoying. I was like, Oh, that that's such a dangerous road to go down. You know, like that, mm. that could ruin a movie. And they, yep. they fucking pulled it off. I thought those writers are fucking good. Yeah. Rhett Reese and, uh, the other one, Fleischer, Fleischer, Ruben Fleischer. No, Ruben no. Fleischer's the director. Um, Rhett Reese and the other Paul Warnick, maybe. Um, I could be completely wrong. It's something like that. I just thought the you advertising know, was so dumb. It was like the Venom 2 or the Venom and Deadpool, right? I'm like, they made the first one. Just say the first one. Yeah. It's uh, like, why are you selling other movies? <laughs> shut up about Venom. Um, yeah, not a good fucking starting point. But th- those writers are great. I mean, the movie doesn't really have like a plot. It's just kind of like a bunch of shit. It's basically a bunch of sketches in order. Which, but I was like, you know what? I haven't seen like a good version of this in a minute. No, I'm it was done it. well. Yeah, it was done yeah. well. Um, I mean, the first one kind of is too, though. You know, it's mm-hmm. also like 120 minutes or an, an hour and 20 minutes. It's like the first one is yeah, the first one's quick. Not, doesn't crack 90. The first one is that's. I saw that on opening night, going in, being like, I don't know, this looks kind of fun, and just. Me and my friends, I just remember being so blown away. And the Bill Murray shit, like, <laughs> uh, they get high with Bill Murray in his house. And just, like, he puts on Ghostbusters, and they reenact Ghostbusters with him. It's funny. It's, it's the best. Um, the Bill Murray stuff in the second one, I was like, ah. It seemed a little forced. I think they could have gotten away with, it, it completely did. I think they could have gotten away with throwing out the term that, like, murraying somebody <laughs> accidentally killing somebody who you think is a zombie that's really funny that's good and like just jesse eisenberg's face is just like oh Oh. Oh, that was fucking funny yeah no i i there's the fucking opening credits lost art you know oh opening 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 credits is a lost art no one does it anymore it's cool to not do opening credits tv does it yeah but like it's all they all kind of just look like fucking Game of Thrones now. I feel like everyone's just fucking doing their yeah. own like CG Game of Thrones, you know, like I like the um his dark materials one. Wait, this is a I haven't seen thing, that right? one yet. I got to watch that shit. Well, so I watched the first two episodes. Gail brought me just... some soup cuz she's the best. Cuz oh, I'm, shout I'm out a soup boy. Shout out to Gail. Um slurp soup directly into the mic. Um <laughs> Ooh, it's hot. <laughs> Back to the to the drip, <laughs> not the drip. I don't it's, know what, what would our soup. The soup. <laughs> That's right. taken. That's Joel, taken. Joel, oh, John McHale. Uh, talking, talking. We're about to broth talk. Broth talk. Broth IRA. Um, words. Uh, his dark materials. I watched the first two, I think, and I just read all the books this past summer. Um. The show hasn't hooked me yet. It's so British. It's so fucking BBC. Um, the opening's great. And I texted you, Sean, accidentally because I was talk- texting a friend of mine, my, my friend Katie, uh, as I was watching the uh, premiere episode. And I was like, yo, I love this opening credit sequence, actually. Uh, and then I saw that it was directed by Tom Hooper. And I sent her a text in all caps that said, and it's directed by Cats 29, by Tom Cats tw- in Tom, Cats 2019 Hooper? No fucking way. And I sent that to Sean accidentally. 
apropos of nothing, and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really funny. Um, it's pretty good so far. I'm not super engaged with it. Like, Watchmen's so much better, and there's a couple other, like, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, too. Um, I just finished season four. I watched the last three. I watched the last three on a flight. <sighs> season four is a fucking ride. Mm-hmm. I have very distinct memories of watching that in between junior and senior year for me. So during a very bad time, uh, and I, that got me through some like bad time. I just I just associate with that with that, and it was like. It was like motivating me for a little bit to like watch that because I was like so fucking engaged and so exciting. It was motivating uh, you to blow up a nursing home to kill a drug kingpin. I'm kidding. I think it was it, it was motivating me to fucking hate chemists. That was a weird thing that like I walked away from that whole ordeal and I was like, I fucking hate chemists. Bunch of dicks, dude. Um dude, my one professor, she was from South Africa. She sucked from Fairfield. Yo, lady, if you're listening, fuck you. Don't even remember your name. Don't even remember your fucking name. Um. Uh. Bah, 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 bah. What else? What else have I seen? I saw Doctor Sleep. Did you see Doctor Sleep? Did not see that. Mm. Missed that. But I think it's still in some theaters around here. I might try to catch that. It's two and a half hours long. Um. <laughs> I borderline loved it. There's just a couple, the all the shining stuff. I the shining stuff is like real fifty fifty to being like this doesn't really work to like oh my god this is the best stuff in the movie. Um, and there's one thing I want to talk about that, but it would kind of be a spoiler. I don't know if you. It's not like a plot point. It's just like a thing that they did, and I was like, this is great. Okay, if you, I, I, I won't. It's fine. Go for it. They bring a few shining people back in flashbacks. Uh-huh. But they don't digitally de-age anybody or make them they're just they're just different actors. And for some reason for a movie like this, I was like, fucking great. That's how you do it. That's not Shelley Duvall. That's just somebody who looks like Shelley Duvall. Yeah. And for some reason, it felt so novel and fresh in a movie where it's like... <laughs> They're just using it, different actors. <laughs> for something so iconic. I was like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's going to get to a point point. it kind of sucks where that's going to be more distracting than digitally de-aging people. And it was kind of distracting, but I also liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it took me a second to realize who, like, one or two people were supposed to be, and I was like, oh, oh. Um... <laughs> It's it's good. Um, they just have Jack Nicholson, just like fucking fat as shit with no hair, and he's got his <laughs> he's got his sunglasses. He's got his fucking Oakleys and, Lake, and a Lakers hat on. They intentionally do not shoot him with a four K camera. <laughs> you don't want to see all that detail. They shot him about fucking eight millimeter. <laughs> That'd be even more surreal and terrifying. He's got his fucking cigar. He's got a 19-year-old model next to him. He's like, hey! Oh my God. I was just partying with Leo. Who's... Jack, you haven't left the home. You've been at the Staples Center. 
You've never left. You zoom in. Staples Center. Isn't this, am I right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Raising the roof. That's the commercial for the holidays I want to see. Oh my god, a weird NBA commercial where it's The Shining, but Jack Nicholson's <laughs> the overlook is the Staples Center. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like an old lineup of like the Lakers from like the first year they were playing in Jack Nicholson. It's like Will Chamberlain and like <laughs> Jerry West. <laughs> <laughs> the organist starts playing it. Oh, fuck. oh, oh that's man. really funny. Sean, we should pitch that spec commercial. We gotta forward. give Jack Nicholson $10 million. <laughs> Fucking do it. Spare no it. expense. We gotta film it in the empty Staples Center. What's it advertising? Anything you want, baby. <laughs> Slap a fucking title card at the end of it. I don't care. And then you and me just start putting money down. You're like, anything you want, baby. Just say when. <laughs> what? Those are singles. I can pay um, for my lunch. Um, <laughs> I'll drink mine. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Oh man, so Doctor Sleep was. I'm gonna check it out. I'll definitely rent it at least for sure because I want to. Because it's like they had to balance it being a book sequel and also a Shining sequel, mm-hmm. which I found kind of interesting. A sequel to both the Shining book and the Shining movie. It's it's it, it sort of works, but when it adds a lot of the shine, it works largely as a standalone thing. It's the Haunting of Hill House director. Oh, who which. He's very good, and this movie is like it's two and a half hours, and it's a thing that I re- I feel I realized I'm boring where I like slow stuff that's deliberately paced is what I call slow things if I'm feeling like being an asshole. Um, two thousand one deliberately paced. It's confident moves. He's de- he's doing confident moves, and he's confidently doling out the information as he sees fit. There's just a couple points where it's like speeds up in weird ways where I'm just like, wait, what? That's how they're solving all of this? I don't know about that. Um, but it's also an it, it, it's largely an addiction story, and it's largely about um, Dan Torrance being like an alcoholic and like cleaning up and stuff. And I was like, oh, I like oh, all this. Yeah, all right. good. I mean, that also kind of seems like a logical place for his character to go after dealing with that fucking shit. Exactly. Um, it's very good. I, I really recommend it. And I wish more people saw it because it it's it's a weird one like it's a weird fucking movie where it's but i kind of love it it's like yeah oh rebecca ferguson if you saw the trailer she's got a wonderful weird hat uh great top hat mm -hmm, i was joking for a while it was called dr sleep or the curious case of rebecca ferguson's hat sean the first lines of dialogue are one of the first lines is i bet you're wondering about my hat and i like I, I was. I, was <laughs> this movie answers all my questions I have. She's so good in it too. Rebecca Ferguson is fucking great, and I'm pretty sure. And Lurch from the Adams Family is in it, and like the whole movie, I was like, the fucking Lurch from the Adams Family movies. He's like the. Like, he's like the only one that's in like multiple versions of Adams Family. Really? Yeah, he's in like. 
the first two with Tim Curry. Was Tim Curry? Tim Curry? No. No, he was in no, one. The Ra- one with Tim Curry. No, no, no. Raul Julia. Raul Julia. There was one oh, bad Tim one Curry. with Tim Curry and Daryl Hannah. He's also Lurch in that one, and then I think he voices him in other shit too. Hmm. So he's but really yeah, good. He's in that group group shot where they're in the woods, right? Yes. He's yeah. In the, he's in the. I forget their their name is, but. Yeah, the, the some fucking Jacob Tremblay is in it. Uh, yeah. Is he uh, Danny? Jake, what? I'm not going to spoil Tremblay. Okay. Um, but no, it, it's I'm, fast. I'm, I feel like you already have, to be honest. <laughs> what? That Tremblay is even in it? Yeah. <laughs> I had two separate people text me that Jacob Tremblay was in the movie because of the Andrew Makes a Case podcast where we did... Um, uh, what's it called Book of Henry? Henry. And I tried to do a segment called "Let's Let's Dunk on Tremblay," where I just wanted people to make fun of Jacob Tremblay, and no one like really got on board. So two people texted me like, "Yo, Jacob Tremblay's in this thing." <laughs> only um, problem is he's only done one dunkable movie since then, which is Predator. Oh my god, god about that. And that's not even really his fault. Like, it's mostly Shane Black's fault for writing a super offensive character. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, Shane Black made You can't a blame of... a 12-year-old Shane... kid. Shane Black fucked up a lot. Like, he was riding high, and that movie was all wrong choices. I, the... it's, I, they reshot a lot. Did, did they add the second Predator? Did they add Bigger Predator? I feel like they added that. I think they expanded it because, well, the finale was supposed to be. I think the finale was supposed to be they meet a couple predators who are like predator expats who like help humans, and it was going to be that the 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 crazies and a, a team of predators fighting a bunch of predator animal hybrids in the woods on like a convoy. And there's a lot of set photos of like the the good predators and like hanging out with like Tom Jane and everything. I'm like, that sounds fucking wacky and give me that. Yeah. Dumb shit that we saw. Oh but man. But apparently it didn't work or something, but I'm like, I that at least sounds cool. This this didn't work either. And doesn't seem cool. Like the the other one, there's a lot of concept art that's like floating around too. You should it's worth a Google, probably. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um Anyway, did you see Ford v Ferrari? Because I didn't not yet. To... Not I've not seen Ford v Ferrari: Dawn of Justice yet. No, that's the only reason I want to see. It. Um, I gotta so, know what happens. Yeah, I saw Knives Out. I think that might be a, that might even be a tomorrow night movie. I might see that tomorrow. We can probably hop on that one. I would hop on that later this week when I see JoJo. We can do a a, a Knives Out JoJo. Yeah, actually. Oh, there's a fun connection between the two I'll tell you about when we see them. When you see them. Interesting. Um, Knives Out's great. Uh, wasn't really what I expected. Um, the cast is phenomenal. Um, can I tell you one person who pops up? It's not really a spoiler, but I don't think you're going to realize it's them. unless I, Somebody else brought it up on Facebook, so I had this spoiled for me. Okay, that's fine. You can go for it. Motherfucking Frank Oz shows up. Yeah, <laughs> it's very it's like a small part, but I, like it's good. Um, They're just like uh, you were we're tight from Star Wars. Just be in this movie real quick. Like where else would you where where else would you have met Frank Oz besides the set of The Last Jedi? Oh my God, 
Remember when he Yoda showed up? And they do, the way they reveal it, and they turn, and his little ears sticking out, and then it's like, mm, and he's like silly Yoda again. He's like, mm, and he's like laughing and like kicking his little feeties. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, dude, burn book, burning books is cool as shit, Luke. You should do it like me, Yoda. He's Frank. Yeah. He's Frank. He turned into Frank Reynolds. Nah, you're too old. You, th- you throw me in the trash like I told you to? Look, Charlie. Charlie. There's another. I banged another whore. Got I'm her pregnant. The- Ooh, I'm going to bang one of these swamp monsters on Bagel <laughs> Someone needs to do a Frank Reynolds edit with Yoda. That'd be fucking hilarious. Just put glasses on him. Um, or do it with the baby Yoda. Either way, it works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen anything else? Have you seen things on The Plus? Oh. All right. So I f- watched the like, majority of the MCU again. Interesting. Not like a majority, have- like a good chunk of it. They don't have all of them. There's like a couple weird ones missing. They're never going to have Spider-Man. They're never going to have Hulk, Incredible Hulk, or is Hulk on there? Interesting. I don't I guess that one's not on there. Universal. But they have all the Paramount shit because they have the first 3 Iron Mans or the the Iron Mans uh and Avengers which is all Paramount. Huh. And Thor and Cap are all pa- are also Paramount. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Huh. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I watched, I watched Cap Civil War, and Winter Soldier. I haven't watched the first Avengers. I watched Iron Man three. Then was like, I kind of want to watch Iron Man now. So I watched Iron Man, and I was like, I kind of want to watch Iron Man two now. So I watched Iron Man two. That was the order I watched the Iron Man movies in. Um, and it was weird um i i (laughs) I couldn't follow it at all i honestly thought where do you get these i think two is growing on me significantly i keep saying that but i there's a lot of shit into that i just think is a a lot of good ideas i don't know if necessarily the execution was as good um but iron man 3 is just kind of boring I like Iron Man 3 a lot. I don't know. I some of the banter is really great and also I kind of like that he's not really Iron Man for a majority of it, which was kind of cool, but I think the set pieces are all really good cuz they're all like mm. different. I like the plane rescue shit. That was great. Plane rescue is good. I like the small town one when he's mm-hmm. not even in a suit. He doesn't mm-hmm. have he doesn't even have any like ga- he has like a gadget. Um yeah. I like the end fight too. It's a lot of like flying around and bunch of crazy shit but i, I like when he's switching it's still, suits yeah it's still relatively smaller scale yeah hmm. i always i don't know i always like that one but uh we've talked about <laughs> i like fucking fucking ben kingsley just like <laughs> bring him back bring him back why not time. why not yeah. have him be in the 10 rings movie that they're doing because mm-hmm. the mandarin's gonna be in that so might as well like even if you know, it would be great if we're following a character who's like right if like Shang Chi's like going through rising the ranks. He's got to infiltrate the Ten Rings, and he kind of has to do a bunch of like martial arts training. And part of his training is like at the end, he just has to murder. Like 
they bring Ben Kingsley out, and it's like, all right, prove your allegiance, and he has to fucking kill him. He's like, I won't do it. Like, like how that'd be like awesome. And he's just like, thank you, thank you. He's He's got a beer. So please, please don't. What? Where's Ben Kingsley been? He's been doing weird, like fucking dramas that no one sees. He hasn't been around. I feel like he hasn't done anything big in a while, which frankly makes me worried that I was like, oh no, is he is he a baddie? Ben Kingsley, no good. Because he's just, but it, he's just kind of went away, kind of dipped out. He might be. I I wouldn't be surprised. Spider in the web. He did the Red Sea diving resort with Chris Evans. What? What's that? Chris Evans is in it. He's an okay guy. Um, Night Hunter, Operation Finale. That's that one about the Nazis. That was kind of a big movie. War Machine with Brad Pitt. An ordinary man. I don't. Yeah, yeah he's in a lot of. He's Bagheera in the Jungle Book. Right, 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 right. Bagheera. He's he's in the Walk with Knight um, of Cups. Harry Malik. He's a voice though. He's not even in it. Oh, Exodus Gods and Kings, bro. Oh, buddy. All right. So he's that, that like, goes back to like but, 2015. Yeah, but like, what? I didn't even name some of the movies though. There's a lot of weird ones that I'm like, who? What? Yeah. And Kingsley, what are you doing? I um so far have watched a movie on the plus, uh, because I on the first day I just searched for a couple things, and the fact that they won't have the Lone Ranger until 2021. Uh, what? Did I waste my money? Um, who who held on to the Lone Ranger for that long? It's like stars or somebody has it. Um, all the passive aggressive notes that Disney Plus has, where they're just like, yeah, because of some like streaming issues, um, we can't give you that. I'm like, just let me watch this bad movie. I watched. Uh, I've only watched one movie. I watched Treasure Planet because I've never seen it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it either. And that was like one that killed the 2D animation for a little bit. Because it was really fucking expensive and it bombed. Um, Is Matt Damon in... No, I'm thinking of Titan AE. You're thinking of Titan AE. Mm-hmm. Like that Very one. Similar. Titan AE I remember watching as a kid, but like, I don't know. Did I like it? Do I remember it? I liked it as a kid. I probably wouldn't like it going back because it was weird. It was like a weird... It's like a dark sci-fi like yeah. action movie. It was probably it's probably one of those ones where it's just like, who's this for? Too dark for kids, not exciting enough for anyone else. Treasure Planet though was pretty good. Like Treasure Island's like actually it's a pretty good story, but it's a very like two thousand and three movie. There's a part mm. where it feels like a nickelback song just started playing during like the, the, the montage where like Long John Silver and, and um, heroes Yeah, basically. Like yeah. it was that kind of like singing like over top of like those two bonding and like Look, I like my Treasure Island with the Muppets in front of it, all right? Uh, Muppets Treasure Island is fucking great. But Long John Silver and Will, or whatever the character's name is, their relationship is really interesting. I don't know. You put a Nickelback song over him, not not for me. Other than that, look at his photograph. (laughs) And it was all about, like, I wish I had a dad. You can be my dad. Like, that's like the song. (laughs) 
It's so amazing. That sounds like fun. Yeah. It sounds like something in Sunny that yeah. they would do. I oh also I watched the entire season of Sunny this past weekend, the new season. I I would say that's an uptick in the most recent seasons. Like it mm-hmm. it definitely like no bad episode. No, like they're all pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> did they get? You said they got new writers, right? I, don't know. I saw David Hornsby wrote the. <laughs> I think the 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 melon one. Uh, you can't see through the melons. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking yeah the cassava that's what it's. Is. <laughs> I wouldn't eat that cricket. It's full of loads. As he's just dying off his giant Oh man, that's oh. that's got to be a new Jeff too. Fucking Frank. Frank. The giant bomb. Frank hitting the bomb. Just, dead-eyed though she's like i wouldn't do that cricket <laughs> um uh, it's really Joseph, good yeah is that is it over they're not contracted for any more seasons <laughs> you know that would be the if the blazer tag one was the it was the finale is the finale no I, no I thought they were for through 15 i think it's only 14 the laser tag one it's like, so funny. It's a bottle episode, it's and it's, it's like a, literally in one room. It's the weirdest bottle episode, though. Um, where but <laughs> they just introduce so much shit Frank, too. Yeah, I love I like, love the ones when they're in the middle of things, like like schemes where you only get such a fragment, you never even get the full thing. Um, my favorite one is the vase when they're mm-hmm. when they're in the house. That's I love that episode. D Day starts with that where they're in, they're like okay here's what we got to do it's like great D might be but, like a top like twenty episode of all time D Day is so D-Day fucking is funny really good. I also love the way that they say candy in that episode is my favorite thing like good candy good candy <laughs> Frank Frank dressed as Martina Martinez trying not to throw up at the ballet is. Probably the hardest I've ever laughed at anything in my life. Frank, I was crying. Him and laser tag go pew pew pew. It's like, wait, we gotta tell him it's not even on. It's not on. It's making this noises. Well, no, bud. That's been you. (laughs) And he's just like, he's so sad. (laughs) I felt so bad for Frank. Pew, pew, pew. And his, he's like, oh, he's so little cute. He's a little cutie running around. Um, this season's fucking great. The the uh, the haircut abortion one is crazy. It's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh man. The, the gang text has a moment where someone makes a joke, and in the text thread, Frank says, I can definitely imagine them just like coming up with shit after they had already shot it as like funny shit mm-hmm. to put in there too, you know, like the emojis and stuff. Um, I love that Charlie can communicate an emoji. That's <laughs> that's the best thing. Where it's like he put a like an angry face and a woman and a gun. Oh, he's probably mad because he's stuck behind a woman in traffic and he wants to blow his brains out. It's like it's like I was stuck behind this broad. She wasn't moving, so I wanted to pull my brains out. Oh God, I was so mad in traffic. <laughs> Oh man, no. Honestly, it was like probably one of the best 
out of the last probably like four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fucking solid. Yeah. Um, it's great. Um, but it's not on the plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Technically could be. Um, I mostly watched Treasure Planet three times over with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Not Matt Damon. Um, I've watched a ton of Star Wars Rebels. Oh. Which is starting to get good because they're incorporating characters from the Clone Wars. So, like, the Clone Wars continuity, they're like, yeah, let's put in, like, Captain Rex and Ahsoka have shown up. And I'm like, yes. Oh, do this. Do I, um, do I do a deep dive into the Star Wars canon before 9? Sean, if you watched the Clone Wars, I would be so fucking happy. So I've been good. trying to. So what I want to do is I want to compile a list of all the Rebels, all the Clone Wars, sync them up, line them up. Well, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, I don't know if you, unless you binge, you binge better than I do. I can only do like two episodes a day on things at most. It's only a half hour, right? What is it? A hundred episodes? Here's the thing, though. If you go through Clone Wars, you got to find the chronological order. I have the list on my phone. And then you, I would just skip any droid or Jar Jar storylines. Or you know what? I'd just skip the droid storylines because they're bad. And then leave the Jar Jar ones in because like I, I remember when I finished the lost episodes because like, they did like that half season on Netflix of like the unfinished ones yeah. uh, there was a Jar Jar arc that was like three episodes and I was just like you know what this is the last Jar Jar adventure and I was like weird this is this is like, yeah it was a weird like melancholy <laughs> what if he shows up in nine <sighs> why not not fuck it i would love to see like an old grizzled jar jar that's like seen some shit he's a boss ass now he's fat he got fat he's a boss oh and he's a a practical (laughs) i would be into like current cgi jar jar though too i think that'd be like a pretty off-putting and be pretty awesome at the same time (laughs) yeah Oh man, I'm I'm on board. Um, I I I've yeah, I want to do that or at least I definitely am going to rewatch all of them for sure, but I am too. I'm going to start this weekend. Actually, I'm probably very, not a bad idea. I'm going to start Okay. So, I I okay. We're in Star Wars talk now cuz um everything else I watch the only other thing I've really watched is the Mandalorian. Um yeah. I have a bunch of stuff saved. I just haven't watched it yet. But uh Rebels is great. Uh, it's starting to heat up real, real good. Um, Clone Wars is also really, really good. That's worth watching. Um, there's certain storylines I think I'm going to just go back and rewatch before 9 comes out just because I want to. Um, but I wanted to ask you about this. What's your rewatch order? And I wanted to ask, like, put this on, like, Insta for, like, our Instagram, too, because I, 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 it took me a while to settle on what's the order of the movies I'm going to watch. So I have a, an X Factor which is I got to probably introduce Gale to the prequels in the oh. most uh, palatable way. And I Wait, think in- introduce the prequels in a palatable way. Yeah, Sean. the most palatable way possible. Wait, wait, but Sean, is that even illegal? <laughs> so, so I was thinking machete. 
But I also feel like she has to suffer a little bit too, you know, to fully get why I feel the way I do about Star Wars. Suffering leads to hate. <laughs> no, it. Wait, was it? Isn't it end on suffering? Yes, that's right. It's just hate, hate. Leads. There are a lot of things that lead to suffering, though. Yeah. So we can go through, go backwards through it. That's true. Solo um, leads to suffering. Oh, solo, solo leads to not making uh, the cut. Wasted two time, two hours. Uh, I'm probably not even gonna watch the fucking spinoffs. I'm probably just gonna go episodes. I was probably gonna slip a rogue one in there as like background noise, just so I can watch the battleship. True. Um, the I'm probably just gonna do release order. I think that's because at least seven and eight will be fresh, and she can go right into nine, mm-hmm. and I can go right into nine. Yeah, I'm. Well, that's the end goal. That it's so. What I settled on episode order because nine is supposed to be the conclusion to the whole thing. So I'm going to go. So you're going to go, I guess, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Jeez, Chris, that's so weird. Um, I'm I I was thinking about doing that, but I'm like, I don't know. I think it I want to see how it plays out chronologically. And like if nine works as that, like finale i'm also gonna throw rogue one in there i think which again i'll like half watch as i'm like watching rebels and shit like that i'll just like mix that in because i think rebels lightly ties into that um yeah i'm not asking you to rethink it i'm just letting you know what i it took me a while because i texted you like a couple times about this where i was like i don't know man do i go machete i want to watch them all i just want an excuse to watch phantom menace too (laughs) phantom menace looks so good so people, I, someone posted on Facebook about that apropos of nothing today. They're like, watching it in 4K. This is a good looking movie. I'm like, oh. well, because it's a shot on film, it's still like pretty practical. Like the stuff that they could do, they did, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just, it just looks so much better than two and three. Fucking attack There's one. such a drop off with two and three. Yeah. But anywho, uh, it's definitely a I we I think we both have our arguments that are and they're both pretty good for our reasoning. I don't think they're arguments even. It's just, no, it's I, you know, like, case a case, yeah. you know. Or you, yeah. Andrew is making a case. I'm making a case. But I was I was genuinely very curious. Like I I would love to ask listeners where it's just like how are you doing it? If you're doing a rewatch, are you doing machete? Are you doing episode? Are you doing chronological or order of release rather? Um some other wacky one are you just gonna do seven and eight yeah sound off in the comments i'll I'll post it on our gram yeah because i i'm starting to theorize and some of this comes from mandalorian starting to theorize that i think they're gonna be bringing a lot of stuff in from the prequels I think I texted you about it. I I said that from the get-go. I was like, I think this is going to be the most prequel-heavy. I think they're going to bring back Duel of the Fates. They did in one of the TV spots. They did, and it was great. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, I texted you the other day, um, watching The Mandalorian and the theories about the wee baby Yoda. Um, I think in in the trailers, the fleet of Star Destroyers, is that's the end game of the the thing. Like That's the thing they're going to have to stop. Um, That's what it seems like, at least. 
I think it's gonna be a clone army that he like thaws out, and he's just like, all right. But I think some of them are gonna be sit like Jedi, like Force Force users. Yeah, I I I think I was kind of in the realm of clones too, right? Did I? Did we talk about this at all, or did I talk about other people? I think we talked. It might have been a while ago because I was like, I I think they're I think Ray's a clone. Dark mm-hmm. evil Ray, and I think yeah. also real Ray, because like you also did you bring up the the water thing, the in the the cave where there's like all the rays is like yeah that's that's oh, the other clones yeah yes. the clones I brought that um, yeah 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 but I stole that from somebody and I was like oh that's good um, yeah <laughs> I mean it is no but I was I was thinking like yeah Palpatine's whole thing he he loved the clones he loved he was all about it mm-hmm. um, I would also be kind of cool if they brought back Sifo-Dyas in a weird way somehow like Holy they cloned shit. they cloned him or something like that would be cool. What if Ray is a clone of Sifo Diaz? Because who's Sifo Diaz? Well, you know what? I'm googling Sifo Diaz, and I'm gonna see if he he commissioned. He's like a weird looking dude. He doesn't look like a human. Um, well, I want to know. I don't that. actually. Does he? I don't remember. Sifo. Oh my god! It S I F O D Y A S. Okay, that was all. He commissioned the clone army. Oh, there's like pictures of him and like, cut, CG. Is he in they the- they cut his scenes from the movie. He was supposed to be in clones. Sifo Diaz was in Clone Wars. I don't remember that. Um, I'm gonna open that <laughs> in a new tab. But also, I I remember someone talking about it when Force Awakens came out that like they're gonna bring Luke's hand into it somehow, and I think that like Palpatine got his hand in five and cloned Luke, or used his DNA to make clones. Um, and like they can kind of fold in midichlorians in that way. Like they can kind of make that all kind of work in a weird way. Um, right, 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 right. Like they could do, they could do some shit because like they found the lightsaber. So they never really explained how they found the lightsaber. Maz Kanata knows. She said a story for another time, which is symptomatic of every franchise starter movie. Yeah. Both Terminator franchise starter, non-starters did the same fucking thing. Oh, I saw Terminator. I forget if we talked about that. I skipped that. Um, is there anything that was like really jumps out? Mackenzie Davis is maybe seven feet tall. Um, and then Arnold kills the Terminator at the end, which steps on the main character's actual hero moment. Uh, would have been better without Arnold. Uh, opening action sequence is really good anyway um <laughs> the, okay, that's a good review i like that that's a good review uh, <laughs> the hamilton's weirdly comedic <laughs> good part of the that's a great pull quote for the poster uh mackenzie davis is seven feet tall <laughs> linda hamilton is weirdly comedic <laughs> ah shit that's good Oh man, I'm gonna post that just for the hell of it and like say, hey, we didn't review this, but this is a funny pull quote. Um, I think that's a good meme template for us pull quote memes. Pull quotes, oh, I fucking love that idea so much. I'm on we did it with the Irishman, it's uh, it's Martin Scorsese's endgame. <laughs> I still have not seen that. You've seen it, right? We should talk about that. I feel like that's a uh, uh, particularly paced move. What, what were you saying? Meticulous, oh, deliberate, deliberately. Paced. That is a perfectly a perfect example of a deliberately paced movie because it's three and a half hours long. Yes, and I am, 
I think I'm going to have to see that in theaters, even though it's on Netflix. I, I'm going to need to. It's cool. Someone's uh, Aiden, friend of the podcast, sent me a breakdown of like to watch it as a miniseries at like what points to stop it at if you wanted to like take breaks and watch the rest. I don't want to take breaks. It's that I. No, I know. I'm going to like go on my phone if I'm at home. Yeah, that's true. I was fully engaged the entire time. It felt like I was on a cross country flight, but. Well, that was the thing. I had a flight to Phoenix like a week or so ago for work, and I thought that it was going to be on Netflix by then, and I got really pumped because it was a five-hour flight. And I was like, fuck yeah, perfect. And then I was wrong. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's really good. I, yeah. it is his Avengers Endgame. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I think that's a funny joke. I'm sorry. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, I think Working they're going to... Working the into clones, I think, is... Awesome. Do that. Why not? You know why? It's part I mean, of the canon, and I think it can get everyone on board. And here's the thing. You know what the Mandalorian's done? Sean, I watched episode three on a flight, and what the Mandalorian's done is what some of the Russo Brothers Marvel movies did, where they take things from the bad ones and they make them good. The Mandalorian has that flashback of the fucking Separatist army coming in and attacking and you don't see you don't see anything at first john but the first thing you see is one of those goofy blue like turret on the front flat disc ships fly overhead those really poorly like designed like impractical things you see that then you see like silhouettes of super battle droids murdering people indiscriminately and it's like so cold and like scary they took battle droids <laughs> And they made them scary. Yeah, they didn't make them goofy Buster Keaton sketches. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's. I watched that on a flight, and my jaw fucking dropped. And that it is cool. Prompt, yeah, that prompted me to text Sean my new thing, which is texting him nonsense reviews of The Mandalorian. Let's pull one up. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm real. This is I said it on my I posted on my story today. I was like, this is the kind of content I wanted from Disney when they bought Lucasfilm seven years ago. I was like, I don't really care. I like the new ones. I don't really care that much about seven, eight, and nine though. Like, I feel like yeah, I feel like I'm more like stoked on this because a it's really good. And I also <laughs> read an article. I typed in Mandalorian like review or whatever, and. It came up, it was like, no one's arguing about the Mandalorian. And it's like the first time people have not like been beefing about a Star Wars thing. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, holy shit, everyone I've talked to is like pretty on board with everything that they're doing so far. Yeah. Yeah, because even like Rebels and Clone Wars is just like they're cartoons, who cares? Yeah. Like, they're good. Rebels season one, I didn't give a fuck about. Season two got started getting really good i'm just saying like i think you get like more of a general audience with a live action show you know what i mean like you're gonna probably get more people that just watch the movies like myself i mean i haven't really dove into the clone wars or rebels yet but no i I agree i was just kind of yeah but yeah so i pedro pascal is so fucking good Mm -hmm. without even having to see his face it's like he's got that fucking john wayne kind of walk yeah um, do you think we're gonna see space? If we do, it'll probably be at the end of the show. I think. Here's my 
theory slash concern. Uh, we're going to see his face, and it's going to look like he's all been burned up by acid. Which means... That's going to be like the thing it kind of ends on. Oh, it's Boba He's Boba Fett the whole time. Yeah. I'm worried about that. I don't think they will. Because I feel like they've established that, like, there's so many of them that, like, that's not really an option. Again, in episode three. Episode three is great. Episode three is incredible. Four, I was a little disappointed by, but I just wasn't really engaged by it. And I was like, I've seen this a lot. But it still prompted me to text Sean the following. Mando Ferrando is Grando, not as Gando as Thrando. <laughs> Which Sean, I said that to Sean on Friday at 10.45 a.m. And then yesterday at 9.45 p.m. I said, tomorrow night we pod. And he said, I can do that. So Sean waited. I don't like, remember you sending that text, actually. <laughs> Granted, if I had gotten a text that contained the words, Mando Ferrando is Grando, not as Gando as Thrando. <laughs> And I did the same thing uh, for the third one. Oh, God. No, that was me telling you about Kelly Brain Cake. Um, oh, fuck. It was really good. I did the same thing where I was like, oh, I texted some fucking nonsense about the third one. I wanted to talk about the directors of Mandalorian. Because, like, I. So the first episode, I was like, that's kind of slow. And also, was that Horatio Sand? I don't rewatch the first two. Because um, I was kind of tired when I watched them. But first one was directed by Dave Filoni. Who did, who, he, he's basically the Lucas now. Like, he was in charge of Clone Wars. And he's kind of the overseer in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So the first episode's kind of weird. Because it feels like he's in a lot of, like, empty voids. Um, and then, like... It's weirdly comedic. Horatio Sands is that first alien he picks up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is this happening? Um, and then uh, there's that. The second episode, I read a review after that was just because I was like, that was kind of, it was really good, but it was weird. And I read a review that was basically like, the second episode's basically live action Samurai Jack. And I was like, oh my God, it was. Rewatching the second one, I'm like, it, it is. It just quietly tells the story. And he needs to do an objective to get a thing. And then he does the objective. And it's like this weird alien comedic beat. Samurai Jackie as fuck. The egg? Yeah. That's right. And he's got a, and he's hanging out with Nick Nolte. <laughs> this cat, the cast is like, I was talking to somebody who, does, who didn't really know a lot about the show. Who like loves film stuff. And they're like, wait, there's a live action Star Wars show? I was like, yeah, it's awesome. I was like, and Werner Herzog's in it. Like what? And I was like, yeah. And he called the directors a coward for not using a, a fucking Baby Yoda puppet. <laughs> did you hear about that? Yeah, and then they did, right? They used the puppet. Mm. Yeah. You are cowards for not believing. <laughs> That's such a good impression. It's so funny to me that he called them cowards while holding a fucking puppet. It's so funny. Um. You got you. You need to do your Werner Herzog impression. Put down more. your blaster. Put down your blaster, bounty hunter. <laughs> Fucking Carl Weathers is in this show. It's. Uh, oh always, man. Uh, Bill Burr hasn't shown up, but Bill Burr's in this fucking thing. I'm surprised uh, Favreau's not Taika Waititi's in it. Well, Favreau canonically is pre Vizia Vizla. 
in the Clone Wars. He's a Mandalorian commander who wields the dark saber. And he Can has he... a run. He has a run in with old Darth Maul and things do not go well. Uh, I was going to say maybe he could pop up in this, but I guess not. But he, he could just make him make him like a normal guy. Wait, I thought he was actually the heavy duty Mandalorian. It sounded like him. I wasn't sure. Oh, maybe. I actually thought he was. Favreau has not directed an episode yet. I don't think he is. I thought he did. No, I don't think he is. I think he's just the writer. Interesting. Cause he wrote the... every episode. Because it was Filoni. I don't remember who did the second one. And then... Filoni uh, again, I think. No, no. The third one was a woman. It was a female director whose name escapes me. <laughs> BDH she... did four. And Bryce Dallas Howard four, which I was like, what? Um... The woman though who keep it in a family. Um, <laughs> well, maybe that's why I was like, I don't, I didn't really super care for this one. I thought um, the action was all right. I liked how that was kind of. It was, it, it was, it was a good episode. I just yeah. wasn't as. No, I, I, I agree. It, it was like kind of a, a, a slight dip, especially because three was so good. Three ended the first arc of yeah. the show, though. Um, three though, uh, the the woman who directed it is the showrunner on the Obi Wan show. So I was like, oh, saw that, and I was just like, great news. That's good to know. Yeah. The fourth one's just a seven samurai kind of situation. Slash a kind of is. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen this before. Like, it's fine. It, 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 the, the biggest criticism of The Mandalorian is that, and I've heard this a couple other places, is that it, it, it's not doing a Ryan Johnson where it's, like turning the genre on its, on its head a little bit. It's not doing anything different. It's just doing Western things. Yeah, it, it's very Western. No, it is, but it, it's not like good doing it well. No, it, no, it's doing it all well. It's not, it's just not doing anything. It's just the aesthetics are kind of different. Yeah, I, I feel like it's all stuff we've seen before, just with like in in Star Wars world, and that's the thing where I'm just like, for this to be more meaningful. Right now, I'm just like, this is awesome, but meaningful wise. Uh, yeah, man. well, because I kind of want to see, I want to learn more about him, the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and I want to know why he cares about Baby Yoda, and mm-hmm. or I say Yoda Junior because he's more, he's infinitely more likely to be Yoda's kid than Baby Yoda, or could be a clone. I don't know. I genuinely, and I wouldn't have had this theory had I not listened to Black Check, I genuinely think, and what I really want is for Baby Yoda, I'm going to call him Baby Yoda. I know it's not Baby Yoda. It's, a, it's some sort of child or clone or offspring, sort of. It's not going to be actually, it's not a reincarnated version of Yoda. Yeah. Um, I want it to be connected to Yaddle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we talked about how if 50 years ago it was Phantom Menace time, so maybe Yoda and Yaddle who got a little weird we, in the Jedi Temple. Who have we not seen since Phantom Menace? Yaddle. Maybe where did she go? To have a baby? Uh, the one below, Sean. Yaddle is the one below. <laughs> She was locked away for a hundred years with no food and only the force to survive, and she did. And then she had a baby after getting like an honorary position on the Jedi Temple. 
it, it, like how insane of a pull would it be for the show to just be like, yeah, no, Yaddle, Yaddle's important. Like, how insane is that? I mean, she's John the Jedi Temple mm-hmm. on the Jedi Council for one would, movie. Oh my god, I would watch a Jedi Council show. What would that be like? It, what would you pitch that as? It's like fucking. Uh... I would love. This is what I want. If it's want... the office. <laughs> I was gonna go dramatic, but that's an even better idea. Um. Oh my god, that's so good. Get Seth Green to like do it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm like disarmed now because I was gonna say I would want one that's the final Jedi Council meeting before the Clone Wars really start. It's the last time everyone's kind of together is like the frame narrative. But from there, it kind of springs off and you get everybody's kind of back. So you get one adventure per Jedi of them just doing their own individual thing. After the meeting. Yeah, they all leave and then we can all kind of follow them from there. And so like it starts where it's the last time they're together or they're all meeting. And like the last thing you see is everybody's like in the same room. I don't know. I think that's it would just be a one one and done. That'd be cool if the pilot was just all of them arguing for an entire episode in the Jedi Temple and then the next it like ends with them breaking apart. But then you get all of their little perspectives and there's all these things that tie into like why they're mad and like what they're like arguing about. Yeah. Like, well we can't separate this planet from that planet. There's this issue, and then someone else is just like, "No, they need that," and you find out that they were fighting for that kind of like that idea. Yeah, and Obi Wan's like, "They need it." Ooh, and Obi Wan's like, "I don't know. I rode a big lizard and fought a general grievous. I got Darth Maul in half. <laughs> it's totally crazy." Ooh, you didn't cut Darth Maul in half. I thought that was Quagon Jin. No, it was Quagon was dead by the <laughs> He cut my brother in half, Dewey Cox. <laughs> well the trippy cartoon Jedi Council, Anakin. <laughs> they need to bring back the uh Samurai Jack Clone Wars show. Oh the Jenny Tartar Oh just, I wish that was on the plus, it's not, but it'd be good. Mm-hmm. I also um, watched like five episodes of Gar. I watched the first five episodes of Gargoyles. <laughs> oh, I watched, I watched uh, some Ultimate Spider-Man. Which one was the one with the Spider-Man theme song? I was like, it's not that one. It's the nineties one. Yeah, it's the one that like starts with like basically like Tony Stark's in the pilot, fucking Venom, and fucking they're all in it. Ultimate Spider. One of them's supposed to be very good. The, the the one that's widely regarded as the best one, I don't think is on there. I think it's like a WB owned one. It lasted for like a season. Um, yeah. but the the ones that are Ultimate Spider Man supposed to be pretty good. I'm gonna end up watching one of them. Like yeah. Disney Plus. I'm like I'm gonna watch a lot of cartoons on this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what's there. Waiting. Well, while waiting for the good, like streaming, like the good original stuff to start flowing in. Yeah, watch. it was ballsy for them to launch with just the Mandalorian and like some other random Disney shows. Oh, the High School Musical TV show. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp remake. Whatever the fuck encore is. Yeah, it's like it's like actors reenacting their high school play roles or some shit. 
Oh, that actually. That yeah, works. it's a clever idea, actually. But I think yeah. that's. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've been watching a lot of. Uh, like we watched Lady and the Tramp last the other night. We watched uh, fucking Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Lion King, all the classics. Uh, what else? Mary Poppins. I've never seen that. I saw You've that was on there. Never seen it. Dick, it's worth yeah. it for Dick Van Dyke alone. He's so fucking yeah. good. Yeah, he's good. I was <laughs> like, this guy, even even by like today's standards, like this guy is so fucking funny. Yeah, and he's just I, like. He sings, he dances, he's got the whole thing going. I did this dumb bit with a friend of mine backstage before a show years ago, and I always think it was really funny where we kept doing our Dick Van Dyke impressions at each other, but they were just Cosby's. And I was like, I'm Dick Van Dyke. Oh. And I just vaguely described things from what I understood from the, the Dick Van Dyke show. I'm gonna go trip on this footrest. Oh, jeez, little pudding. <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Uh, man. yeah, you you would probably like it for that alone. I think it was, it was good. Watch it. Um, other things about Mandalorian that I think are great. I like he gets mad and flamethrowers people at the drop of a hat. <laughs> he's got a disin- he's got a disintegration gun, which is cool as shit. Yeah. Um, I like it's mostly goofy dudes in suits. I think I saw a Darth Maul type in episode three. There's a dude with a bunch of horns. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Um, Baby Yoda, 10 out of 10. Uh, Big Weird Egg, 11 out of 10. Uh, Killing Jawas, <laughs> not giving a fuck about it. 12 out of 5. Uh, <laughs> that, the Jawas are so good. Because it, cause it, you're like, yeah, they're fucking dicks. Like, yeah, he's great. I also like when yeah they just fucking suck. They're just little rats, and they just eat a gross egg and probably extinct whatever made that creature extinct. <laughs> that, that 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 happened, right? Like, there's not another one of <laughs> that those. Was, that like, was the last one, <laughs> right? Like, you didn't get that vibe. I got that vibe. <laughs> oh man, um. I don't know, man. We're both getting. <laughs> I'm kind of tired. What? What else? What else? Um. Oh, there's something else from that episode. Whatever. I liked that. It seemed like he didn't know what the force was, and I want to see more of that. Where Baby Yoda lifted it up, and he seemed to truly be like, "I don't. Know. What the fuck was that?" Yeah. So that's where I'm kind of like, what? Like he has the force, mm-hmm. and he I, in this time period, no one else would really have it, and it yeah. That, that's why I like that the Mandalorian would seem to be like, hey, what the fuck was this about? Like, no, I, I like that. I'm just like wondering, like canonically, like I, I, the force is so vague. Yeah, like Luke all of a sudden is just like, oh, I can do it now. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's 50, though, so I guess... I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't we'll know. find out. Let's end I'm on curious. a Warner Herzog impression. What's up? I was gonna give me another Warner Herzog impression. It's time for me to give you the exposition about the Baby Yoda. <laughs> I started with Christoph Waltzing and it got in my head. <laughs> Put down your blaster. 
Don't hunter. You're, you're cowards for not believing in the baby Yoda. The puppet is so beautiful, it is wonderful and expressive. You're cowards, John Favreau. You're cowards, Dave Filoni. Where is Taika Waititi? He is coward. And you, Bill Burr. Bill Burr, you are the worst out of all of them. I do not like you. <laughs> Bill Burr would just be like, Where? What can I do? I'm just doing that. He just hates Bill Burr. Yeah. It's it's like at the end of waiting. What, <laughs> what the fuck did I do? Yeah. And you. You're the worst person. No, you're you, the man. biggest piece of shit on the planet. Or you're the me, me. What the fuck did I do to you, man? God damn it! Then Werner Herzog gives him the goat. <laughs> oh God, um, Mando is good. Watchmen probably better, but they're two different things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also like. They're keeping it kind of kid friendly, which is good. Like I'm like I'm glad that they're not doing it dark show for the sake of it being dark. You know, I'm like this is, I like that it's kind of light. You know, yeah. Maybe been... Yoda playing with the switches on the ship. Come on. And like when they picked it up, and you when they pick it up, it like breaks the illusion of it being real. Yeah, it's just like dead for like a second. <laughs> It's like in the Gremlins movies when they pick up Gizmo and then like they clearly like s- like snap him into like a puppetry station. <laughs> it like breaks it like breaks the illusion because he just looks like Gizmo. He really does. Yeah. It's like a Gremlin. They they made it so freaking cute though. It's so good. Yeah. And they like apparently didn't have merch for it because they were hiding it for so long. Like they didn't want it to leak to anybody. There was a Baby Yoda. <laughs> Which I liked, and I think a lot yeah. of the the desert shots of him walking around, they edit out the uh, the carriage, the pod. Yeah, yeah. I love that little pod. pod. Uh, yeah. Oh man! So yeah, I'm gonna catch knives out. I'm gonna try and catch JoJo. We'll do those two, and then Star War. I plan on watching the prequels this week. I plan on, I'm going to try and get together with some people and burn through the prequels. I would love to do, honestly, after we talked for, about Watchmen for like an hour, I would love to do a Watchmen pod. Like, there's two left. It's real fucking good. Yeah, let's do, you want to do the last two or do you want to do one for each? Let's see where we're at next week. All right, man. Yeah, man. This was a rambly catch-up episode, but it's, it's good. been a minute. It's good. This is some good content. Yeah. Oh, I also saw fucking Parasite. I need to see that. Wait, yeah, I just realized. Yeah, Parasite and The Lighthouse were two I also saw. I need to see those. I ate my veggies. I know, I need to. Sean said, no no veggies for me. Put it in a soup and I'll slurp it on the pod, but... (laughs) Jesus Christ, there was no soup. He just made a noise. (laughs) Then he held it. Oh, I wasn't eating any soup. I was just putting a spoon on a bowl uh, for effect creating the illusion i need to be consistent we need to be consistent eaters on the pod this is true uh eating out of only out of bowls um we're like a couple of baby yodas you and me um i was gonna say also parasite best movie of the year by a mile wow so, and I, I haven't seen the irishman so i'm assuming that's probably in your top it's so good 
I yeah. it's just like I just want I just want more. I I would watch a fucking five hour cut of that, dude. Interesting. It's just it's just like them all just doing their thing, you know? Like it's it's weirdly I put it in the same category as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like it's kind of a it's a little bit of a relaxed fit for that perspective, you know, that from each director's perspective kind of thing. So it's like you're just watching them be great and just do scenes and you're just like this is a fucking, and then you just you're like, where's this going? Where's this going? Like you're super engaged, so yeah, it's good. Well, that's, yeah, no, I'm into that. I, you're gonna be, I think you're gonna be like pretty, pretty good with it. No, I, I, I just need to figure out how I'm going to watch it. That's yeah. that's my thing. It's three and a half hours long. That's not nothing. I in my brain, I'm like, I should see this in a theater, but that's a four hour chunk of my day. You know, although it is like gross and cold out now, I just gotta have to be a weekend thing. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I don't know. Uh. I also I, I right before we started. Um. I ended up uh doing a Black Friday purchase that is going to lead to some content for the pod. It's gonna be great. Um. It was actually alluded to in this episode unwit unwittingly. So that's good. Um, that's all I'll say. Uh, so we got more stuff coming at you. Sean, I'm sure we'll do a, a, a we're in the same room. I'd love to do a commentary um, at some point. Buddy, what should people do? <laughs> the pod. Uh, right. Follow us on Instagram, at Sean and Andrew Talk About Movies. Uh, and fucking subscribe to our shit and rate us five-star men still. Yeah, man. We should, like, read reviews and stuff on the pod. Do we have any, like, written ones? Do you know? I think I Molly think. wrote one. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I gotta find it. Hold on. There's a Tango and Cash reference in it. <sighs> Y'all jokers must be crazy. What's the name of this gonna be? What's, what are we gonna name this? Oh, man. We got ten ratings, man. Talking about watches, man. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. I've been pretty good on them, but this one's been very scatterbrained. I think it's watch. I think watches, man, or something like that. What you watch? What you watch, man? What you what? <laughs> Sean what and you Andrew, watch, man? And Sean and Andrew watch, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to this excellent high caliber podcast, I was able to understand a Tango and Cash reference made on an episode of It's Always Sunny that would have previously gone right over my head. Thanks for the education, boys. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you. Five stars. Five Thank stars. you. I, you know what I, Sean, you know what I give that review? Ten stars. Six tangos uh... out of cash. <laughs> and of course it goes up to six tangos out of cash. Yeah. <laughs> six out of six. Thank you. Thank you for the kind Thank words. You. And Thank if you, you don't like us, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. If you don't like this one, hey, I think we both got pretty tired the second half, so I get it. It's cool. it's it's been a long it's been a long life. Been a long life. We've been we haven't we. We've been our watch habits have been out of sight. Our so our pod catch up. And our pod our pod muscles are a little tight, you know? It's been a yeah, minute. Just, 
Yeah, and you know what? It's tough because, dude, y'all jokers must be crazy. Was a great fucking app. It was a great fucking. <laughs> we app. had we had a good time on that one. What was how long ago was that? I uploaded that. I uploaded October that twenty second, I think. And I uploaded it on the thirtieth. So. Oh dang it! November was um, a light month, but it was kind of actually there were a lot of things that came out. <laughs> we just, but again, like I saw Terminator, Doctor Sleep, Zombieland. Parasite and Lighthouse, of which you saw one. You saw JoJo, Irishman, Zombieland, Zombieland. We were gonna talk about that because we were both yeah. texting about it, and then it just never, never happened. It didn't end up happening. Um, and I wanted to do like a catch up on like Mando and stuff too, and Watchmen, but it didn't end up happening. Also, my joke about Parasite just did. It, seriously, just go fucking see that. I, I, okay. I, I keep telling you, just, just go. But my joke for it, which doesn't make sense anymore, uh, was um, it was the best movie I saw all year by a mile. Let and I, I should remind you that I also saw Gemini Man this week. <laughs> it's like the thing I was able to say. That's a good pull quote right there. <laughs> best movie of the year by a mile. And need I remind you, I also saw Gemini. Man. If, if if you want to do a short one for a poster, it's the best movie of the year by a mile. And I did see Gemini Man, or and I saw Gemini Man. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. I wanted to like more. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. It's so well made and it's beautiful and it's the performances and stuff are so great but there's just something where I'm like I think I gotta give it another rewatch but it's not bad I just wasn't wasn't my bag completely baby I was like I get it was not your bag baby baby (laughs) alright this is second second (laughs) so that's a good enough time as any to uh, say Thanks for listening. Peace out. Subscribe. Rate us. Sean, we should make a mailbag or something. I think it'd be fun if people wrote in. I want to try to make merch. Dude, let's fucking make the dealing. I think that's a good starting off point. I think it's a fucking great one. I would wear like a mug or something like that. I would wear. <laughs> I'd wear a mug that says. <laughs> good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.